Joe Burrow's meteoric rise with the Bengals is causing the Steelers to panic. Welcome to the Steelers update from Penn Live, where we keep track of all things Steelers so you don't have to. This is John Lucy reporting. Well, that didn't take long. Joe Burrow has changed everything for the Bengals and for the Steelers. The quarterback who's taken his team to the Super Bowl in his second year is now the standard by which the next Steelers quarterback shall be judged. And so far, all of those Steelers options at this all-important position are coming up wanting. The Bengals had to sink to the bottom of the NFL in order to claim Burrow with the number one pick in 2020. The Steelers don't want to go that far, not even close. Owner Art Rooney II is adamant that the Steelers are not rebuilding, and they never will. The team's goal, year in and year out, is nothing short of the Super Bowl. Problem is, Pittsburgh hasn't come close in over a decade now. In fact, one Steelers pundit is provocatively claiming that the Steelers missed their chance to tank and take, if not Burrow, someone like him. Justin Herbert, anyone? The opportunity came in 2019 when Ben Roethlisberger went down with a throwing elbow injury that required surgery in just the season's second game. Instead of packing it in, Pittsburgh traded away a future number one pick for the safety services of Minka Fitzpatrick. The Steelers went on to post another 500 season, and the Fitzpatrick trade derided at the outset, was declared not only a success, but a stroke of genius. In retrospect, with Burrow and now the Bengals in the Super Bowl, perhaps it wasn't anything of the kind. Rather, a missed opportunity to reset the Steelers' future for the next decade and a half. I mean, Minka is nice and all, but a championship franchise QB is the gold ring that rules all in the NFL. The Steelers must find theirs. So perhaps it is no coincidence then that the team is bringing in former Pitt player and current ESPN commentator Lewis Riddick for an interview to be GM Kevin Colbert's successor. The family franchise that usually promotes from within is looking for some new blood to resuscitate the now mediocre Steelers. It all comes down to Joe Burrow envy. Or outside the division, it's envy over the Chargers, Justin Herbert, the Bills, Josh Allen, and the Chiefs, Patrick Mahomes. Who knows, perhaps the Patriots' Mac Jones will be added to this list as well. But any way you slice it, the AFC is loaded with arm talent, and the Steelers are on the outside looking in. And that's precisely where Pittsburgh will remain with regards to getting to the Super Bowl so long as they go without a franchise passer to rival the top QBs who figure to dominate the AFC playoffs for a decade or more. It's that simple and it's that complicated. The path ahead seems to present two choices. Take a surefire franchise quarterback near the top of the draft, either by so-called tanking a season 
or trading away a boatload of future picks. The second path is to trade draft picks for a proven veteran still in his prime. The Bengals took the first road, as we all know. The LA Rams took the second by trading for Matt Stafford. Both paths have ended in Super Bowl 56 for those franchises. The road ahead for the Steelers appears far more uncertain. The entire Pittsburgh leadership was at the Senior Bowl kicking the tires on the top quarterbacks in the upcoming draft. At pick number 20, however, the Steelers would likely need to trade up to land their quarterback. NFL draft gurus, however, say the entire QB class is weak and there's not a Joe Burrow or a Justin Herbert to be found. That leaves a trade. But dealing draft picks and forking over a big salary for the likes of Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't really get you that far either. Now, does it? No wonder the stodgy Steelers are signaling a need for new blood in its family-run organization. GM Kevin Colbert is on his way out after the draft. And it first appeared the Steelers would promote from within, as is their custom. Instead, the team surprised everyone by bringing in Riddick to interview for the formidable task of molding the future of the franchise. Hiring Riddick would be a bold move, but would it be a move born out of the increasing panic taking hold in Pittsburgh? That remains to be seen. But the daunting, inescapable fact is the old Steeler ways are not working anymore. Today's NFL is ruled by big moves, dramatic turnarounds, and blockbuster trades. Plotting along provides plenty of near 500 seasons, but it doesn't get you to a Super Bowl. This realization is dawning in Pittsburgh. So is a rising sense of Steelers panic. The once lowly Bengals and a third of the AFC have passed them by. We have much more on this seminal offseason in Steelers Nation in this Super Bowl 56 edition of your Steelers Update Podcast. Hey, and be sure to check out my print column, First Thing Thursday on Penn Live. As always, it will be packed with plenty of memes bringing this week's Steelers saga to life. Right now, let's get right to it. Word from caustic radio host Mark Madden is the Steelers have already missed their shot at landing a Joe Burrow-like franchise QB. They did so by trading for Minka Fitzpatrick instead of just tanking in 2019. Here is Mark Madden's thought-provoking take, field as it is with plenty of Steelers regret. He writes this, quote, the Steelers need to get their Joe Burrow. Fantasies abound about trading for a big name or signing a lesser name or drafting Pitt's Kenny Pickett or Liberty's Malik Willis, but none of those options are probable or legit. The likeliest way to do that is finish with a real bad record, thus getting a high draft pick. The 2019 season was perfect chance to use Ben Roethlisberger's injury as an excuse to go like 4-12. and 12. Play youth under the guise of rebuilding. Call a few ill-advised plays, as that often happens anyway, doesn't it? 
rely on Mason Rudolph's inexperience and instability, which the Steelers appear to be prepared to do in 2022. And don't forget the Hodges. Let excrement roll downhill like it does. Before you know it, you're 4-2 and and drafting Justin Herbert with the pick you traded to Miami. Instead, you have a real good safety, which means little unless it's Troy Polamalu. Fitzpatrick isn't. That real good safety wants a real big contract extension, by the way. Instead, the Steelers got Fitzpatrick and went 8-8, eight and eight, narrowly missing the playoffs. It meant nothing. Going 9-7-1 and one this season to get blown out by Kansas City in the wildcard route meant nothing. Heck, starting 11-0 last season wound up meaning nothing. The Steelers have won three playoff games in 11 seasons, none in the past five seasons. Now, Roethlisberger has retired, and the Steelers do not have a nailed-on starting quarterback, unquote. There you have it, Mark Madden on what coulda, woulda, shoulda been for the Steelers. So what do you think, Steelers Nation? Did your favorite football team miss their perfect opportunity, as Madden asserts? After all, Roethlisberger was out for the year, and the team, that team in 2019, started 0-3. Had the season finished in a far different way, their current quarterback quandary would now be solved. Today's uncertain team would be loaded for the future and for future Steelers' success. What might have been? Hey, of course, that was then, this is now, and here is the take on the current Steelers' QB situation and that intriguing vacancy at general manager. First up, here's all the latest on the GM search, courtesy of the Steelers' beat writer Jerry Dulac, who pens this report for the Pittsburgh. Post-Gazette, quote, the Steelers have interviewed three more candidates as they expand their search for a general manager to replace Kevin Colbert. Team President Art Rooney II interviewed all three candidates when he was in Mobile, Alabama last week for the Senior Bowl. Those candidates are Indianapolis Colts Assistant General Manager Ed Dodds, L.A. Chargers Director of Player Personnel JoJo Wooten, and Tennessee Titans Vice President of Player Personnel Ryan Cowden. Colbert and Coach Mike Tomlin were also in Mobile and likely participated in the interview sessions. Even though the search for Colbert's replacement has begun, Rooney has said it is likely the person will not be hired until Colbert officially steps down after the draft. Unquote. Great stuff from Jerry Dulac, but that was all before the surprise entry of Lewis Riddick into the running to lead the Steelers' GM duties. Now, here's the take from Sports Illustrated about what the Riddick wild card may really mean. Quote, Is this a real opportunity for Lewis Riddick? The former Philadelphia Eagles executive has been a hot name on the GM job search for years, but he has never landed anything since his time with the Eagles. He hasn't worked in the NFL for almost a decade, dating his post as Director of Pro Personnel for the Eagles in 2013. And there's really no telling at this point whether Riddick is the front runner as far as the potential outside hires for Pittsburgh. 
And we have even less idea how Riddick would stack up against the well-liked in-house candidates, Brandon Hunt and Omar Khan. At one point in the Pittsburgh hiring process, they figured to split the Steelers' GM duties after Colbert steps down. And only those latter two will be inside the organization as the Steelers formulate their plans for the upcoming free agency and draft. So advantage them, I would think. Now, that's unless Steelers ownership doesn't feel that the path ahead for the future provides enough opportunity for success in Pittsburgh. Then perhaps your Steelers would be looking outside and maybe be looking to be bold with a Lewis Riddick. All we can say is stay tuned, Steelers fans, on this. Now, at least the team has options at general manager. As for that huge question at quarterback, the Steelers' options are not as plentiful nor as packed with opportunity. Here is Ray Fittipaldo with the Post-Gazette throwing a large bucket of cold water on all the speculation about the Steelers drafting a QB in 2022. Quote, everyone wants to know which quarterback the Steelers like in the draft. Do they have Kenny Pickett of Pitt at the top of their draft board, or do they prefer Liberty's Malik Willis? The question that isn't being asked enough is whether it's feasible to get the quarterback they want at pick number 20. History suggests they will not. Even in years when there were weaker quarterback classes, the best players at the position are pushed up draft boards and selected in the top half of the first round, and more often than not, in the top 10. Why? Well, hey, it's the most important position on any team. And coaches and general managers get antsy when they don't have a franchise quarterback on their roster. Last year, all five first-round quarterbacks were selected in the top 15. Over the past 10 years, 32 quarterbacks have been drafted in the first round, and 27 of them have gone in the top 16. The five quarterbacks taken between picks 17 and 32 were Brandon Whedon at 22, Johnny Manziel at 22, Paxton Lynch at 26, Jordan Love at 26, Lamar Jackson at 32. Now, Jackson has been good for the Ravens. The jury is still out on Love, but Whedon, Manziel, and Lynch were busts. More often than not, teams drafting quarterbacks in the latter portion of the first round are doing so so they have a fifth-year option and one more year of control over the player should that player develop into a strong starter. Now, every year is different, but the Steelers know going into this process that top prospects will be unlikely to fall to them at number 20. Chances are Pickett will go in the top 10 if he continues to perform well at the Combine and at his pro day, and Willis is likely to go in the top half of the first round, too. That's the other big problem for the Steelers. There are a number of teams ahead of them in the draft order with needs at quarterback. The Lions, Panthers, Falcons, Broncos, Commanders, Vikings, Eagles, and Saints all could draft a quarterback. Now, trades and free agency will eliminate some of those teams over the coming months. But rest assured, lots of teams drafting before the Steelers will need quarterbacks, unquote. 
That is the cold, harsh reality of trying to draft a quarterback. All from great stuff from Ray Filippaldo. And as for the prospect of the Steelers parting with draft picks to trade up in the draft or land a veteran arm from another team, Filippaldo also points out that the Steelers' past trades have already handicapped their picks this year, and they have plenty of other roster holes to fill as well. He writes this, quote, Due to trading away picks in recent years, the Steelers only have six draft picks this year, one each in the first, second, third, and fourth rounds, and two in the seventh. The fourth round pick is a projected compensatory pick for losing Bud Dupree to the Titans in free agency. There's a chance the NFL will award them a fifth round compensatory pick as well, but the league won't release those picks until next month, unquote. In other words, folks, Do not expect a lot of wheeling and dealing of draft picks by your Pittsburgh Steelers. Those selections are just too precious for building the 2022 Steelers. And there you have it, Steelers fans. No real good options for your quarterback deficient pro football team. And until that changes, the future in Pittsburgh is as cloudy as the weather. And there you have it, the state of the Steelers, as we all look to watch Joe Burrow and the Bengals in the Super Bowl. It doesn't really feel worse than that because, hey, the Steelers couldn't be further away from matching the once lowly Bengals. This offseason is still just beginning, and we're going to follow it all here on your Steelers Update podcast. So do yourself a favor. Sign up for the podcast wherever you get your audio. And it'll be fresh in your in your inbox every Wednesday afternoon. Because every week there's going to be new Steelers news coming out and we're going to have it for you right here. And of course, log on to PennLive.com for your real-time Steelers news. Enjoy the Super Bowl, everyone. 